Y'all feeling good? Feeling good? We are here, ladies and gentlemen. We are here. Jury in a safe on arrival. I cannot hear you. For survival. That was me. I was saying that we was vibing out the Chicago freestyle by Drake. I think this is one of the most underappreciated. Uh, he did a little bit. How is that not? Did he have to pay Eminem for that? Ah, uh, I don't think that you really owe for that because. Hold on. You don't think that's a that's a direct rip like yeah but i think there i mean as long as he's not trying to pass that off as, as he is i think that you're safe i think that you're allowed to kind of quote and yeah i think you're kind of allowed to quote that because i mean if that's the case then how many rappers don't don't have careers at all i mean uh, that i mean a lot of them well it is i'm not a biter i'm a writer I'm not a writer. I'm a biter. Uh, he's the, he's the king. He's one. Yeah. Jay-Z does it a lot. Drake does it a lot. <laughs> a lot like, of, I think as long as you're not trying to pass it off as yours, I think that you're safe. Well, also, I'm not a rap exec. I'm not a music executive. Y'all want to hire me to do that. It's one of the skill sets and talents that I have, but. To be an executive? Hmm. Right. Hey, I know what it sounds like. I'm sure that. I think yeah, I one hundred percent am willing to bet if you want to pick me and anybody else who can be, be a judge of a hit. You be an A&R. I know when you got one, and I know when you don't. Yeah, man. Well, oh, uh, oh, oh! Now that you brought that up, so it's a podcast called R&B Money. It is the podcast by Tank. I listened to an episode, and it was him and Masego. I'm sorry, we were going to music tent. I mean, music changed to start this thing off. But yes. So it was Tank and Masego. He was talking to Masego about his music, specifically the song Yams, which was a song the first time I heard it. I said, this, this is it. This is one that is a can't miss, will never miss. I sent it to like three or four of my friends. And I listened to the interview. And Tank says, oh, yeah, I heard about this song like a year and a half later. after, And, and I heard it because Charlie Wilson covered it. And it, I, I almost lost my mind. I legitimately almost went nuts. First of all, the song when it came out, Immediate Glass. Number two, Freddie Wap also covered it first. That's what made Charlie cover it. And then Charlie covering it, I just infuriated me. Man, I'm still mad. I, I was piping hot mad when I heard this. But excellent podcast, R&B Money, take, episode, Masego. All right. Music deep dive to start the pregame. Y'all know what it is when it comes to I'm, the pregame. I'm passionate. We do, uh, we uh, go through and get ready for the Monday Night Raw Around the League edition with some uh, topics that we like to discuss that didn't make it into the show. We used to call this our splashes of the week and decided to turn it into the pregame. Uh, with that being said, man, let's get started. So, you know, we like to cover fighting, comedy, try to uplift even though last week it was really just bloody sunday and we really couldn't uplift but um and that's why i started with this but um we'll try to uplift here and we'll get started with john 
Bones Jones and Israel Adonijah squashing the beef. Now, John Bones posted and said, we need more of this. Life's too short to not be able to squash beefs and get along with the homie. It was a pleasure kicking it with the middleweight champion style bender last night. That's Israel's uh, IG name. Wish my man nothing but the best moving forward. Respect. Um, this is pretty dope, I, man, because John Jones is not shy about mincing words. He's called his people big old uh, felines, not the word that he said. Uh, he called uh, Israel Adonijah a B word and says you get your nails painted and all this other stuff. And Israel Adonijah said, you know, screw I'm trying not to curse y'all. So they say screw John Bones Jones, but screw was the, the other four letter word was the four letter word for that. So for them to meet and squash the beef is dope to me. I love this so much because these are two fighters and it could easily have gone right to fighting. And I'm not talking about like fighting within an octagon fighting competitively. This could have just been, Hey, when I see this, uh, for them to, to be adults about this situation, I think is should be highlighted more. These are two black men who, once again, I try to cover this every chance that I get, just like we did with Patrick Beverly and Russell Westbrook. Here we are again, two black men have who had a massive issue with each other and found a way to discuss it and kind of grow past it. I don't think that this is ne highlighted nearly enough. So every chance that I get, I try to highlight it. And you go to the next slide. Uh, fighting wise, this was definitely a better look for one than the other. Um, middleweight and heavyweight. So that's a middleweight and heavyweight are two different weight classes for a reason. And, you know, there's really, if the beef keeps going, there's really only one way for them to settle that, and that would be in the octagon, and one would either have to gain a bunch of weight or one would have to lose a bunch of weight. And I don't know how that would work. But, yeah, look look at these two. Like, yo, they're fighting. They're playing. And he could literally break a regular person's neck. This is like two lions playing outside. And, like, you can tell, like, I, I put this, I made sure we got to this for a reason. You can tell they play him, but you can tell they also a little serious. He's thinking about how can I kick this man's ass? And he's thinking, I, I think Stout Bennett thinks he can kick his ass. And and John is calculated, but I think that John is like, I know I'm bigger and stronger than this guy. But I'm happy to see, like, like Nessa said, I'm glad that they've come together and they're friends. But you can also see that they do kind of like, just from the sport of it, they want to know who, can, who who would win. I'm picking I know John that Israel's smaller, Bones but I think he Jones. thinks I'm going to try it. Izzy can think all he wants to. Listen, you wouldn't become middleweight champion of the one of the most brutal sports on earth without thinking that you can whoop everybody else's ass. But I got 254, grew up with NFL football playing brothers that don't mess with you because you are the UFC champion that took four years off and came back and then submitted the dude in 30 seconds. John, I'm John Bones Jones, and did, and then you know, allegedly partook in some fun while he was off. Or the reason he was off is because he partook in some some inspiration. I want you to notice his elbow block here that he does. It's not even a move that most people will try, but you can tell that, like even his defense, 
He's going to show you here in a second. Even his defense is often. And you think, like, when we're trying, if in the event that you get into a tussle, if I'm putting my elbow up, it's just to legitimately get you off. Look at that right there. Well, you see what he did right there? Well, he grabbed his. I will hurt you while defending myself. Well, table. John Bones Jones is also a submission specialist, too. Like, he can submit you standing up, sitting down on your back, uh, belly, leg, mm-hmm. arm, whatever. He, <laughs> he, he can submit the he can Pistol. submit his opponent so many different ways. So he, the right to bear arms. That's and the only he can thing knock I you out. Here. So um, <laughs> I guess we'll go to Chris Eubanks. You moved that up on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I put all the more positive things together. So shout out to Westlake High School in Atlanta, Georgia, the greatest high school on earth. We put out excellence, nothing but excellence. We have a long list of excellence. Chris Eubanks uh, wins a five-set thriller in Wimbledon. Uh, he is the first or the second um, black African-American player to be ranked in the top 100. He's number 43. Uh he is the first. He has made it to his first Wimbledon quarterfinals, and I'm gonna get on my soapbox because y'all always think we always on here talk about HBCU sports and sports that Black folks y'all think we can't play. We talked about hockey last week. We talk about gymnastics. We talk about rugby. We got lacrosse. We got golf. We bringing golf back. If you did go to a callback to Justin, uh, Justin Martin, PGA golf. We do everything. Tennis is nothing different we are good at everything Chata, and you know he's excellent because he came from west lake high school chris eubanks wins a five-set thriller shout out to chris man and you made the news here he's all over the news in atlanta yeah so i i'm number one congratulations it must feel good to have one of your alums do fantastic in wimbledon um congratulations on that yes also we do like we are more than a basketball, football podcast. It's one of the things that kind of has frustrated me. Um, I don't think that sometimes people miss that. But, yes, hockey, like Reggie said, please go back to Deep Dive with Justin Martin. I mean, excuse me, Justin Thomas. Martin. Fantastic. Justin Martin, you've got me doing it now. Um, but it was an excellent Deep Dive. Uh, we definitely covered baseball. I mean, not baseball, golf in depth. Um Please go back and follow that. And yes, once again, we try to cover everything here. And we also cover rugby, women's rugby. Everything, dog. We we cover everything. And to keep it in tennis, man, Francis Tifo becomes just the third black man in, to, in tennis in the top 10 ever. Ever, 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 ever. Uh, there will be two American men, play, men's tennis players ranked in the top 10. Uh, and again, we already talked about Chris Eubanks ranked number 43. So we got three in the top 100, um, two of them black. Francis TFO right now is like, he's the it guy for us in tennis. He, if he can break through and win, win a championship, Ooh, stumbled into a question. If he can break through and win Wimbledon, is that the same impact as Tiger Woods first win? In the Masters. Was it the Masters was his first win or was it the U.S. Open? I think it was Masters. No, Masters is when he set the record. I think it was the U.S. Open was his first win. Uh, l- let's celebrate him individually. Put him next to the Tiger 
in any realm is that's such a high bar to me. No, uh, but you're not putting next to Tiger. But the even high the bar, you're like, putting next yeah, to Tiger at I the very I, beginning. I I don't feel like I can confidently say that because of rose colored glasses. You know, Tiger, everything that Tiger has done to me has been so above and beyond. That would be tough. That would be tough for me to give you an answer, to give you a real fair answer. Also, Francis looks like a cornerback. Falcons might be able to use. Yeah, he is. Six he is, two. Nah, so. He is in shape. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, yeah, I, go back to that picture right there. No, not that one. The one where he, the first one. Oh, the first one. Well, he's got the agility clearly. Right there. Yeah. Yeah. We need a corner. Six <laughs> two, perfect height. I mean. I mean, you got to be in shape to play tennis. That is a, another sport where outside of the serve, you're like, it's kind of like football. You have 30 seconds, or really more than football, you have 30 seconds to two minutes of just straight action. You take a break. And you, for 30 you know seconds, he has the again. horizontal speed. You got to have good hips to play tennis. I just, hey, man, you're trying everybody. I'm sure he won't answer you because you can't pay him nearly enough, but. No, reach out to his no. people. See what they say. But congratulations. Congratulations again to Chris Eubanks and Francis TFO, man. Uh, let's move on. Trinity Rodman, I believe this is the daughter of Dennis, uh, goes off the United right. States women's national team send-off match. Uh, she scored two goals in the first 11 minutes against Wales, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, I mean, you got to think these are 90 minute games. She gave them two in the first 11 minutes. That's all you could, you know. What a pass. What a setup. And she's super. I mean, you know, she's athletic. Her dad is got into the league by just being athletic. That was the reason Dennis Rodman got drafted because he hustled hard and he was athletic as hell. And she has taken the athleticism and she's paired it with skill. And she's a hell of a soccer player. You know, it's crazy. We're starting to see. We talked about Bronny last week. You got um, Bryce. Marvin Harrison Jr. Marvin Harrison Jr. Uh, I saw Carmelo Anthony's son looks like a walking bucket. Uh, There's so many. We're starting to see. The greatest basketball player ever. If I'm Carmelo Anthony, I got a promise. You got to go outside. Well, you know, we don't get into family life. But, uh, yeah. uh, (laughs) Yeah. I don't think that had a lot to do with sports, dog. But um, there's, we're starting to see so many of these uh, second generation, second and third, second generation. Some of them third generation kids, and they're like, we're actually seeing the game evolve with the next generation because the athletes are now so specific in their training. Every training is is broken down to such a science. I know Trinity Robin is about to be a beast. She's young, too. And the thing about it is, like your parents, like our parents, they struggled through it and kind of made it up as they went. Now all of those parents are successful athletes. They have the connections to all of these different athletic organizations, and they just know what to do and not to do. So, yeah, by the time that you get... um, So, yeah, by the chance that you actually... By the time that you get to play these sports, they really know what they're doing, and that just gives you the leg up. Oh, yeah, it Trinity's does. no joke. Trinity's a beast, man. And uh, shout out, what is it, Rapinoe? She just retired. 
So yeah. I think Trinity yeah. is supposed to is part of that next wave of women um, that are supposed to come in and do what she's doing. So the, the future looks bright, man. The future looks bright. <laughs> yeah, I want to I want to ask y'all where y'all she's from California. I thought when I saw the title of this segment that she was from New York. Because New York has such an affection with glizzies. They got meat straws. She is probably <laughs> a Yankees fan. <laughs> uh, Glizzy Lizzie Elizabeth Salgado is 3158 from Keene. Can they? Nope. We are American from Keene, California. Uh, <laughs> uh, she is known as Glizzy Lizzie, a cra- which is her nickname. This is only funny. To black people. And I'm going to read y'all. This is the funniest thing I saw about this whole segment of Glizzy Lizzie. If you look to the right, you can't see it right now. But if you are actually going to uh, the link on Sportsville and look at the comments. The second comment says, Tiana Trump has 24 hours to respond. I (laughs) hollered when (laughs) when I heard that. Duh, I cried laughing. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey. Next time you're gonna pull something like that, let me know. Come on, man. I was I was not prepared for that. Um Tiana Trump out there like Tiana, you you strap hey Glizzy Lizzie out here. I mean that's that a crazy little <laughs> I, when I when I when I initially saw this, y'all know me. I'm jobbish. I die laughing. <laughs> and I mean, once again, we are the splash cast. We don't kink shame it, kink shame in any way. But somebody else referring to your old lady as Glizzy Lizzie got is is wild disrespectful. Like whatever y'all have is one thing, but to just <laughs> now you got people on the uh, street yelling your old lady's name is Lizzie. Lizzie. This is such a uh, what this happens if she layer. has like a kid, not a kid? See, you know, this uh, you, they going back to school. Yeah, your mom. If Glizzy Lizzie, Lizzie is Lizzie. your girlfriend, do you care? If somebody, if you see how she eat them hot dogs, ain't nobody worried about them <laughs> nicknames, though. <laughs> you put it, hey, hey, you made this. Lord, I'm tired. You made yeah, this. The, funny. <laughs> you made this. The, yo, you think Lizzie Lizzie partner was like, yo, don't call my girl Glizzy Lizzie. See, that's maturity. Because a grown man be like, yo, that, that's my girl Glizzy Lizzie. Why they call her that? <laughs> she gobble hot dogs. You go dap them up. Like, you know what? You found one, bro. You got one. You got Salute. it. Salute. <laughs> that, that's that dude that don't never be Brother, mad going to work. Her boyfriend ain't never mad going to work. He is forever being practiced. <laughs> practice. Yeah. Sin. What's that, Drake? <laughs> All those yeah, other. We don't talk about practice. <laughs> Not a game. Practice. <laughs> you know she practices. Oh, uh, yeah. Hey, I no mean, way. Enjoy yourself however you he like is. to enjoy yourself. If you are a Gobbler of the Glizzy. We support it here. Clearly, we support it. <laughs> of course. We, yeah, uh, you said we support the Goblin of the Glizzy? Yeah. <laughs> we ain't gonna have no fun. <laughs> yeah, we do. Yo. We definitely support Goblin of the Glizzy. Shawty. Glizzy Lizzy, or if you, you are good what? for us. Shawty. You are good with Man, us. Put this, this goes right to the reels. <laughs> um... 
up. Speaking of a woman who has not been, uh, been doing man, fantastic And the opposite of Lizzie Lizzie. She, this woman does not know how to handle the stick. So she's trying to play pool, and <laughs> she ends up... God, there's so many jokes for this. There's a lot of jokes. No, wait, the, let it play first. Let, the let woman that doesn't here. know how to handle the stick needs to get with Lizzie Lizzie. Take some lessons. First of all, she, so first of all, take your W and go home. Oh, so this lady, for those that are listening, this lady is trying to impress this dude by playing pool and she shoots the ball behind her back. And apparently she thinks she's like samurai warrior and it's bad because she's Asian. And she does that falls and gets hit in the face with the pool stick. Like, yo, you can't practice being the stereotype and then fuck up being the stereotype. Like, come on, man. Don't don't do that. Like, yo, if you're going to be the stereotype, be the stereotype correctly. Wow. Look at that. It bounced on the floor. How she get do? How she get? She got faked out by the stick. God, it's a lot of jokes, y'all. There's a lot of jokes here. <laughs> that is the reason I'm not on the screen. I don't want these people to associate none of this. Uh, the Splash okay, Cash production so, list is made by Norwood every episode. He actually makes and curates the oh, list y'all every hear, episode. Do y'all hear that? That busted. He just warmed up. His... Um, uh, number one, take your W. You can't. Go home. Hold on. Time out. I got another joke. You can't talk paid. about sticks and glizzies and then say bust. <laughs> I'm doing my best here. So is she? And then, I mean, it's so bad because you. First of all, you got cute. You start spinning the stick. The stick hits you in the face. Now you're on your knees. Life is coming at you really fast. All of these are jokes. If you catch them, maybe like she did. Also, my next thing is after this is over, like look at look at young player here. He has not moved. He he's letting her get get her shit off here. Then it's spiraling. Bam! Now you got hit. Now at this point, do we continue this date? Um, if we do, you know. I mean, I, I feel like we've gotten comfortable with ourselves pretty quickly here. Um, yeah, like, where do you go from this? Is the night over? <laughs> yeah. Or do you get in the car and make a joke? Like, see, uh, let me tell you. You get in the car. What? To capitalize, me? you get in the car, you make a joke. I thought you could handle the stick better. I would have said that. Like that would have been the icebreaker. I bet you didn't think that's how you're gonna get hit in the face tonight. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been the icebreaker. I listen. The jokes I'm write themselves. Up from the logo like Trey Young, boy. Every joke I can get off, I'm getting off. I'm to hey when I see her friends. Yeah, first night I met. You know, next thing you know, she got a stick on her face. Like there's so many different places to go with this. Yeah, I mean, show it with a bruise. What happened? She was playing with the stick. All right. <laughs> I got it all on camera. I got it all on camera. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so we waited before we waited before we spoke on the Shannon Sharp uh, Skip Bayless breakup. Uh, Shannon Sharp seems to be the hottest free agent. Uh, looks like ESPN, we said, was clearing cap space. They about to offer him the max deal. Um, Skip has always had beef with Charles Barkley. Or, actually, I should rephrase that. Charles Barkley just doesn't like Skip Bayless. And Skip Bayless is cool with being the villain, as Norwood said. Um, But now, 
he has responded to Charles calling him an idiot. Let's take a listen. Let me turn it up a little bit. Turn it up a little bit in the headphones. I'm going to turn our microphones off. Here we go. Debate partner on Undisputed, and this is what occurred to me. Charles Barkley would be my dream debate partner on Undisputed. Please, Charles, please come and please work with me, me, this damn idiot. Please, what, what a joy it would be to do battle every day with Charles Barkley. So before we keep going, he set this up kind of nice. You know, Skip never really respond. Are you there, Nord? Yeah, you there. Skip doesn't really respond like real negatively. Like when people have something to say about him for the most part, he'll just say, all right, well, come on the show. Like debate me on the show. Like show up. I'm here. The open invite. Doesn't matter who it is. So for the only person that I've seen him do this, was really with Stephen A. When Stephen A. left, right? He called out Stephen A. And actually, not even when he left, he said it when uh, Stephen A. said, "You know, Skip begged him to stay on the show or start the show and save me." Skip was like, "Boy, you lying!" <laughs> like, so Skip set this up nice, and I thought this was the route that he was going. I thought he was like, you know, Charles Barkley be a great debate, be a great show. Nah. You want you got anything you want me to just let it burn? No, I want I want to let the master of work finish and then <laughs> live on television. You know, compared to my former formidable partner Stephen A. and Shannon, you Charles would be a one-man Washington Generals. You, you'd be a solo Shackton the fool on a daily basis. You'd be the equivalent <laughs> of an Adam Morrison, an all-time draft bust. Man, you talk about all right, normally you take a shot at one person. He took a shot at Adam Morrison, who is just chilling. He ain't did nothing to nobody. He has faded away just so that he hasn't doesn't have to be the butt of jokes anymore. A lateral damage. <laughs> Sometimes when you hit that red button, some other folks gotta die. Finish, finish. <laughs> Let's get keep going. <laughs> A bus that I would put straight into my debate hall of fame. Think of all the fun I'd have. <laughs> you, Charles Barkley, could actually be on your favorite show to watch. Start thinking about my next debate partner on Undisputed, and this is what occurred to me. So then it runs back. So, so <laughs> I love y'all know I'm a big Skip Bayless fan. I. I Always have been. I probably all always will be, and I'm probably going to be in the vast, vastest of of minority. I'm fine with that. But the way that he set this up to insult this man repeatedly, <laughs> back to back to back, to call the man a modern day Washington general. If y'all don't know who the Washington Generals are, that is the team that plays the Harlem Globetrotters <laughs> and gets destroyed nightly because they are terrible. God awful. And I love this because Skip, you right. He don't really, whatever things Skip said, like people say about him, he's unbothered. That comes with being a person who has an opinion and a different opinion than most people. Something that I, I definitely, uh, I understand. So to see him do this, and I think when when Barkley kept saying, I just love to kill him, I think that I think that's what struck the nerve. 
Like it's one thing to say I don't like you or you know this guy's an idiot, all this other things, but the constant "Hey, I wish I could kill this guy" type of thing, I think that really sent him over. I, I love to see I... him not always take the high road, and he gave to, to Charles in a very polite and respectful way, but the most disrespectful way. I think this is a product of frustration. I, I truly believe that the Shannon Sharp thing caught him off guard. I believe that they are having a time trying to figure out somebody that can replace him. Um, I think we talked about it before. It was floated like LaShawn McCoy um, or something like that. Can I speak to that, though? Speak to what? This is, this is the best sports show on television. Worst. And one of the personalities just decided to leave. Yes. It's going to be difficult to find another replacement. I feel like when people report that, it's like, oh, look at Skip. He's struggling to find a replacement. Yes. Want to know why? Because they had a really good thing. Going. That's so what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. But and I, I'm I saying like that's stressful. saying that unjustly, like to the point where like, what did, what did you expect? Any show that loses their B mic and it's an A and B mic show is going to be difficult, if not damn near impossible, to replace that person. I don't think that's what, at least not me, that's not what I was speaking to. I, I know it's hard to replace somebody. It's also stressful because now, I mean, you are supposed to, you are supposed to be on that spot. They haven't come back since Shannon left. You're supposed to be in that well, spot and you're supposed to have somebody you're trying to replace. That. To replace the hottest, the, whether you think he is the reason for the show, the hottest, whatever, you have to replace, theoretically, the talent. You got to replace Shannon. And that's a stressful thing to do, which is why they, and they haven't come back. Uh, now, I now, think one I thing do that does, hold on, do one thing that does on. save them is that they fired all the people from ESPN. I think they got, yeah. I think that they can go get a bunch of them and just try them out <laughs> over and over well, and over again. I mean, yeah, like the, the the first part is, yeah, you got to give him a chance to, you know, find somebody new. And you're right. The landscape of sports is is changing damn near down to the minute. It, it's I think it's even more difficult now to get people onto a network show and to sign into that because, like I said, when all the people from ESPN got let go, start your own podcast. You already got a following. Without a doubt, and people would subscribe to whatever you put it on. You put it, you know, put it out like us, YouTube, Twitch, whatever it is. Or if you want to go like the whole Patreon model, there are so many different ways to put things out, and these people all have followers. So I think that, yeah, trying to get somebody to Fox and Skip has had, you know, say what you will about him. He's consistently had the best sports show for the last how many years? Decade plus? Yeah, I, yes, that's true. I think. I think you'll start to see a shift in the format of the sports show. I think he's had, I think part of the reason he, he, and he really, really him. I wouldn't even say Stephen. I think he and Stephen A took it to a whole new level, but he's the yeah. originator of the modern, when I say modern, the 2000s sports debate show, right? I mean, because you could say PTI, but they don't really debate for real. No. They, they kind of just do what we do, they kind of talk. And there and there is there's there's less debate between Kornheiser and um Wilbon. It's just present your position, present your position. It's not a back and forth of I think that I'm right, you think that you're right. I think it's just a mutual. 
for a journalist versus this is it's a debate show. What um, I don't know is why. And, and Skip, let's be real, man. Skip is not the youngest guy in the book either. I mean, seventies. I don't know how much longer he can do this, or how, I mean, I know that he probably wants to do this probably longer than he probably can. So, I mean, there's also a little bit of there's an elephant in the room now. I mean, he is the originator and the innovator, but each time, if I'm not mistaken, the last at least the last two times. The separation has been because of him, or it started. I, we don't know what goes on behind scenes. We don't know what what happened. We don't know what TV was real. But as far as like Kev said, as far as for like the Shannon Sharp thing, you knew it was over as soon as he took them shots at Shannon Sharp over with Tom Brady. When they were talking about Tom Brady and he took them shots at Shannon Sharp, and Shannon reacted the way it did, I was like, oh, well, this. I, you might not have known me. I was like, well, this is on his way out. They're going to have to separate him and give him their own show, give Shannon his own show. Little did they know he was going to leave. And I think that sometimes, I mean, that's what comes with working with a guy like Skip. You're going to get, hey, when it's hot, the sun is going to burn hotter than anywhere else. But you'll be able to, you know, Shannon Shannon is the hottest free agent in sports media right now. In a time where sports media people are getting sent home, cut off, Sent other places. He can basically write his ticket anywhere he goes. Only person who I think that I would consider, you know, at probably at a better position right now, and I'm not sure he's at a better position, Pat McAfee. Oh, yeah, and then when Buddy collapsed on the field, you're right, Kev. And, and I really when don't. Bu- yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when Shannon, when Shannon like didn't Skip got a come on the show. Well, I mean, you like Skip. But, I mean, it, Skip has always toted the line. He's always said what he's going to be no matter what the what the reaction is. Sometimes he crosses the line, sometimes he doesn't. Shannon felt he crossed the line there. But the reason I say that, and it had nothing to do with like liking Skip. I just thought the same thing. And I, I don't think that that's an unreasonable thing to think if you've ever, like I said then, you worked in a sports organization, like, like worked for a team, then that has to go through your mind. Like, it's just a, it's a part of your job. You don't always have to say what comes to your mind either. You don't have to say everything that comes to your mind isn't always for everything to be heard and when it needs to be said. There's a lot of discernment that was ignored there or not displayed. Once again, I'm I'm the minority on that. I get it. I thought it. I don't think that there's a whole lot wrong with it. Part of the business. It's It's like any of our jobs. Got to figure out what we do next. The day after? Day of? No, 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 it's no, no, sh- no. Okay, you want to take it there? We can take it there. I work in the utility industry. People die. You don't ever hear the day of or day after. Oh, man, we got to replace such and such. You never you no, never when somebody dies okay, or, or is severely so there's hurt. A, there's a difference. Because you can always kind of come, y'all can put together a plan. If you're in the middle of a show, like a live, this is a live show, then yes, you have to figure out how do we continue, like, what do we do about this show? Like, and this this is, like, I've worked for a sports team. What do we do about the tickets we haven't sold? What about the people who we let into the building? Do we close the box office? 
What do you do? And these are all real-time decisions that you have to make because you're still in the middle of something at the same time. So, yeah, like, I get it. It's a reasonable question. We've had things when yes. I used to work for minor league baseball. We had minor, we had things happen at the ballpark. But if they happen, like, what the, what do we do? Yeah, but the, the reporter isn't going to say that. You can have those. You can have all of those questions behind bar behind the door. You can have all those questions. You're supposed to have all those questions, but you're not going to come out in front of everybody to the public and ask that you're, you're supposed to okay, so responsibly show compassion. You're not part of the team that has that's going to be in the backfield thinking about all that. You're a reporter. You have to show some compassion well, and you didn't. That's the part of it. I feel like as a media person, like he's like, I have a live show that comes on every morning. If something happened like that, then what do you do? You don't get to be like, oh, like I'm definitely compassionate for the situation. I understand the situation and we need to get the medical professionals here to get the situation rectified. But what do we do about the live show? Do you just to me? Yeah, I'm just always going to have a different opinion because I've been in it. That's the reason I said I get it. I've been there before. And you got to figure stuff out on the fly. There's no, we get to no, check out. No, nobody's arguing about being on the fly. It's something that you don't discuss, though. That's the part. That's that's the part that I don't understand how to, that you don't see. But either way, you know, it is what it is. Skip and Charles would be entertaining television, but it wouldn't last long. Um, but it would it would be great it for... nothing. It would be great for a special... It'd be a great, it'd be a good ABC special. You mean, or whatever, Fox Sports. <laughs> Showtime. But, you know, Chuck, it is what it Especially is. Chuck is old now, and he definitely don't care. Oh, he say whatever he wants to say. <laughs> he bigger than Skip. They both just say, they, Skip older. What you gonna do to me? <laughs> you can't do nothing to me. <laughs> Skip can outrun Chuck, though. Fine, run away. Cool, be out. <laughs> That's not, I mean, what else you gonna but yeah, exactly. I, Nothing. Can run Chuck on that table. You can fine. Run away. If you want to do something, if I say something that offends you, you, ain't nothing you can do about it. But run away. Also, are you willing to go to jail for Skip Bayless? Some Charles Barkley spit yeah. on a man and threw him out of a window and said, "I wish I was higher." <laughs> Charles Barkley. Yes, Charles Barkley. To answer your question, yes. Man, that was a long time ago, though. That was 20 years ago. Maybe longer than that. Yeah, 30 years ago. Uh, Anyway, the ultimate grandparents derby. So, for some reason, (laughs) old people, and I believe they're all Anglo-Saxon, have decided to do a grandparents derby at a horse race, at a horse track. So, these older people are trying to run on a horse track. You had to know that somebody was going to fall. And do they get paid for this? Look at that right there. Why would you do that? He got out there. Bow. Oh, that they go the second one down. Solid 40-yard dash. I'm going to tell you one thing. Betty, <laughs> nor the late Ernestine, getting their ass out here on no horse track to do no run. And if you think that you should even ask me a stupid question. <laughs> Ow, that boy got <laughs> shot, didn't he? <laughs> he got shot down. He got shot down, man. Look, that's, that, that, that's how you're supposed to run. Down. That dude, belly first. Shout out to my man right here that grabbed his wife's hand. He was like, you know what? We ain't going to be. I'm not going to let you embarrass me, and I'm not going to embarrass you. This was mm-hmm. fun. 
<laughs> but and you right, Mariana and Laura Bessie ain't gonna be out there. Mariana gonna bet on it though. Hell. Mariana would bet on it though. She'd be like, watch this. I bet you three of them fall. Three of them. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. and that's my grandma. Now I told y'all not to get out there. Y'all didn't have no boy. <laughs> he was like, yeah, he got man. shot in the back the way he went down. He said, and well, also yeah, grandparents, in the first place. also grandsons, granddaughters, sons, daughters. How, why y'all set y'all parents up for this? Why y'all let them do? Why y'all let them do this? Yeah, why y'all let them run a race on the derby? Family. Yeah, you, you know what? My mama would not get out here and do this. <laughs> My dad, my dad would be mad. My like dad would probably crazy. try to punch the messenger. My dad would be the one to punch the messenger. You want me to do what? Get out of here. Shut up. Get out, get out of my porch. <laughs> get back. <laughs> get back now. I didn't told you. Uh, um, let's move on. <laughs> hey, so more white people doing stupid things. So here uh, we have a rodeo where instead of, you know, the clowns are there to distract the bulls while the riders get out of the, the ring. These people decided to hire Jackass and set up an inflatable bounce house volleyball and then just let the bull run wild and didn't try to get out of the way. I don't know what they're trying to prove, but this is wild. Ooh, let's listen. That one clock got cleaned. <laughs> yeah, get on out there, brother. He got out. He was like, you know what? Nope, I'm gone. <laughs> I, w- I want to thank all of you guys who volunteered and even more to just to watch y'all get destroyed. Without you, I don't know how much of the internet we wow. have. And every time that I see him get hit, it's like a bull Terry Tate. It looked like Terry Tate the office linebacker, dog. He I is love just white form, people for this. He is form tackling you. Every, <laughs> just, and then you just going to stick around. I'm going to tell you one thing. Now, I'm going to tell you two things. Number one, I would never do this. And every time I see that bag again. <laughs> Second of all, y'all are not even trying to run away. Y'all are way too brave for me. I don't think they were supposed to. That hurt, though, because he didn't expect that. That that hurt. Uh, he, <laughs> he was that cool. That hurt worse. He was cool. All nah. the time in the world. That bull been running around here. You're going to have to catch me. Ooh. This guy is not looking. <laughs> plumber chick. Y'all always ask, Reggie, why you say plumber chick? What that is? That. Right there, plumber chick. Plumber chick. Ooh, he got ra- he got hit out of the damn frame. Ran over here and was like, you know what? <laughs> ah, y'all better pay me my money now. How much money do you think they owe to that man? In the sands. I'm in the stands <laughs> for the rest of the night. <laughs> pay me my now, money. And you fool. You gonna let that bull just run around. You're not even gonna look. <laughs> and All I right. hope this your hey. I, I both hope that this is your, your place of employment and not your place of employment. Cause I, I can't I can't call my job and say, man, I, I got hit by a bull yesterday playing volleyball. Chris, bring bring your ass to work. I'm gonna and be you the guy. Can't go to work say, after a day like this. I'm gonna be the guy that say, I'm gonna pray for you, because whatever your life is that you down bad that you had to sign up for this, whatever money you owe, whatever situation you're in, I don't never, you know, I don't never want nobody to have. Why would to sign up to get run over by a bull on purpose and not have to run? Is oh Lord, you you down bad. You, you got to be down PTO bad. Days for that? Ain't uh, no PTO. This ten ninety nine, bro. We about to give you the hundred dollars. You get the hell home. Ten ninety nine. The dollar ninety nine. <laughs> Shoot. Hey, yes, sir. We ending it with violence. That's what I'm talking about. Listen, soccer. Y'all fall in love. And when I say y'all, we 
we fall in love with like FIFA, with like international soccer, with like professionals where they get paid millions of dollars. So they fight, but they fight just a little bit. They don't fight for real, for real. These amateurs. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do y'all see that concrete wall behind the goal? <laughs> I was about to that say. That's going to let you everything that you need to know about these people playing uh, soccer here. They are no. not worried about a whole lot of people watching them. They worry about winning this game. And I want y'all to see how, how, how serious they are about winning. Not a damn stand in sight. It is a twig behind there. Damn. The, <laughs> uh, a wall. Even the people standing might need to watch out <laughs> around there. Ooh, laid him out, bruh. Lord. But you got to see why. So they're going to run it back. So that's the goalie there. You see him gets kicked. That's the dude. If y'all are watching, see where the pointer is? That's the guy. Kicks the goalie three times. One, two. They get mad at him. One, two, three. Kicked him in the face. Kicked the goalie in the face. Normally, your other players take care of that. No, sir. Close line. Thank you, buddy. What? First off. You deserve to get hit like this. If you go kick somebody in the chest three, four times, and then you run by them again and not looking at them, you deserve to get knocked the fuck out. I have seen and thrown many a club punch. You know. Ooh, I got him. I got him. I got him. Mm, laid him out. With Jamie Foxx, he's on the floor. I'm in the car, breathing hard. We happy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Bow. Yeah, you once again look at that. First it. of all, look at what Reggie paused One leg up, one leg down. You are down <laughs> for the count, my friend. We talk about this all the time, and it seems to just not sink in around the world. Situational awareness. You have to be paying attention to the things that are going around you. And that man wasn't going around you. He went upside your head. Um, <laughs> that could not be good for your health. Looked like he had your brain in there, shake, rattling, and rolling. You look concussed, look like life came at you fast. You know, they say, <laughs> hey, play nice. Yuck em. Play fair. <laughs> Learn to duck, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> and he hit him with the club, but you like lift it up. I'm going to knock his socks off. And, 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 and you got knocked out and none of your homeboys came to the rescue. At least when the goalie got kicked, his, they tried to kick him in the face. He got knocked out, and the rest of his teammates just watched. Like, mm. that's me. That means they don't like him. Everybody got that one friend who like to fight too much, and then sometimes they get punched in the face, and they be like, "What a day!" Y'all not gonna help me, bro? It's seventeen of them. <laughs> you started it. You started. I'm not. I did not. I do not have my fighting clothes on today, bro. <laughs> yeah. You came over here too, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Back it out there. These pants a little too big, bro. I can't run. I can't do and, nothing, bro. Yeah. You, just... you went over there and slapped somebody for no reason. Now we all gotta fight. <laughs> you should have yeah. ran that by the group. We would have slapped you. That's life in the fraternity for you, though, ain't it? No, 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 no. First, no. <laughs> Omega Sci-Fi does not support violence in any way. If you go around miscellaneously grabbing people and biting them on the face, good luck to God's feet. They call the authorities. <laughs> I gotta go to work tomorrow, bro. <laughs> These bills gonna come. <laughs> Wrong idea. Yeah, yeah. But, ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the end of the pregame. Uh, we've talked about... <laughs> Glizzy Lizzie and the lady that don't know how to play with the stick. Uh, <laughs> Lizzie Lizington. Lizington. Last ah. name is Lizington. And also, please don't sign your grandparents up to run on a horse track. Or also, I'm going to pray for you if you ever are in 
hardship for money where you have to go sign up to get ran over by a bull. Listen, I'm going to send prayers. What is it? T's and P's, thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers to your situation. You should never be in a situation where you... I don't even know how you even consider getting run over by a bull. Some people value life differently. Shout out to you people. I want you to continue doing it. <laughs> do it and do it better every time and make sure you have a camera rolling so you can provide me and Reg with excellent content. And while you're here, please remember, like, follow, content over subscribe, everything. tell a friend about the podcast. Yes. Just had the deep dive come out. Please go watch that. Thank yeah, you. that's good, man. The deep dive is actually really, really good, guys. Y'all go watch it. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. We're going to take about five minutes. Going to grab me some water. Uh, going to turn on the Splash Cast 48 throwback. 36? 36 throwback 36. pack. 36 throwback pack. And then we actually Wait, have a baby. This is not a, th- this is not a, let's, let's not miss words. It's not a throwback. It's a brand new 36 pack out for Reggie today. rest of y'all will get it Wednesday. You have to wait this week. I gave it to you early last week for the holiday. Well, I mean, okay. And we'll get, we actually have a baseball segment this week. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, another kid, really, by definition, getting signed. Y'all stay tuned. We will, kid. we will be right back.